Hi guys, and welcome to another edition of Humans of Finance. Uh, today's edition, I've got a mate of mine, Marco Simons. Um, how are you, Marco? I'm very well. How are you going, Dean? Yeah, good, good. Uh, thanks for being brave enough to do this uh, <laughs> at, at, at short notice. Um, but um, you know what, what the whole the whole Humans of Finance is about is just so that we get a, a chance to introduce you to uh, the wider finance and coffee community as well as um, any other um, listeners out there who uh, don't play in the wider finance space, but they just want to know who Marco is, right? Yeah. So um, we know that you're a broker now, but yep. how, you know, what's your story, man? How, how did you end up doing what you're doing, right? Was it, was it on purpose or was it an accident? No, or was it, no, no, like, no not, at all. not at all. So it was kind of um, in between universities trying to decide on what I really wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally was studying um, human resource management um, and a Bachelor of Commerce um, and then yep. I was just like, I need to find a job whilst I decide on whether I want to go back to uni or what I want to do with my life. Anyway, yep. I fell into a role as a credit analyst, as a junior credit analyst uh, for a consumer mm-hmm. finance group um, yep. and then from there I just began, um, I don't know, just loving what I was doing, um, assessing like, the characters of individuals and their profiles and just assessing all the credit matrix and essentially I managed to just stay there for quite some time. So I was there for about four years um, and from there I actually also completed my uni degree, still in HR. So I had a bit of a hybrid role when I was at that consumer finance group. So I ended up being their mm. HR manager as well, um, wearing several hats. So I was like a sales associate credit analyst and HR manager so um, I, I I did not know that yeah, there you go yeah so, so yeah. doing that for that time and then I progressed on to uh, being a senior credit analyst in the commercial side um, mm-hmm. with a group that you would know as Angle Finance but originally was Access Today okay so yeah. that, that they were that's it finance space yeah so all asset oh well it's actually at that time it was unsecured loans and asset finance um Mm -hmm. so yeah i got to be exposed to all the bank statement type of lending um Mm -hmm. and really yeah capture like the full insight on how to assess deals and asset deals and unsecured deals um based on those sort of metrics so, it was really so this was more for businesses, right? You, you didn't actually do loans for, you know, uh, consumer finance, no, basically. No, but that was my past. Um, and then I went straight into mm-hmm. the commercial side. So, yeah. And then, yeah. And then you never looked back in HR at all? No, didn't, didn't look back at all. <laughs> <laughs> did your parents ever go, what the hell did you spend all that time at uni for? To, to be fair, um, I think they were just happy that I did finally finish uni. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the, um, the most academic at school, so let's just put it that way. Um, yep. So they were pretty pleased that I actually came out with a degree and um, the fact that I fell into credit management and that sort of side of things, I think they were just more than, that was the icing on the cake, I think. <laughs> I, think I think it's it's, it's actually pretty well done because even though there was a HR side, it, it's still, it was still a commerce degree, right? So you're actually working in commerce, yeah? Yeah, it was all intentional at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually did my degree in psychology, but then I fell into banking because I had to get a job. Um, it's bit and, of the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> um, okay, so... You're, you're with um, 
angle finance, you're being exposed to the commercial side, you're looking at lending, unsecured lending to businesses and, and then asset finance and so forth. Yeah. Um, in what my is? role at Angle, so yeah. I was dedicated to a certain uh, broker group mm-hmm. and I would work at that group two days a week, um, surrounded by all brokers. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So basically, I had a hybrid role in a way, so I was kind of a BDM slash credit analyst in a way. Yep. Um, it was never been done before and they tested it out. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm a prime example of what happens when they do that. Uh, but I love the idea of being a broker. Yeah. And that's what encouraged me to move down that path. Oh, right. Okay. So you, 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 you saw the dark side? I, I wouldn't say it's dark side. I've seen the lights, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, because I, 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 I was joking around only because I started my finance uh, career in credit. So we, we thought that, you know, we were the, the keepers of, uh, you know, the, uh, the protectors of the bank. And anyone oh, yeah. in sales just wanted money. And, uh, exactly. and, uh, <laughs> uh, but all right, so so you and I crossed paths at Valiant. That's correct. Yeah, sure. So what, what 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 drew you to to leave um, Angle uh, and, and jump out of Valiant? Uh, well, was it... My footprint of becoming a broker, um, mm. being with uh, experts that, that were at Valiant as well, um, mm-hmm. so I could you know really develop my, my skills there um, and, you know, and find a path of becoming a, you know, a very, I don't, let's say, say a very experienced and um, knowledgeable broker from, from the areas that I've learned from there um, and the exposure that I would have gotten from there. So that was, that was my whole idea. Go to a group where it's all commercial aspect. Um, so we get the unsecured loans, equipment loans and commercial loans. Yeah. So um, I got all that exposure when I was there, and, and yeah, it was that's pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, so that that's what I mean. so in a sense, number one, your 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 angle. I think in a way, like most people, you've learned all you could. So you, you went to um, you you know you knew that you were going to become a broker. You went somewhere that basically um, gave you salary plus you were able to learn everything else that was in the market rather than just one thing, right? Exactly. Um, I think that's, yeah. I think the next, next step, and this is the one where I think a lot of brokers, especially in the first two years, uh, will be interested in, is that, you know, everyone has the aspiration to finally go. Um, yeah. Right? Because obviously you want to try for yourself to, 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 to be your own, own man, basically, or you run your own business. Um, it, it's nice and great that you have uh, another business that pays your base salary, right? But then there is always, um, and that, that's the comfort, and, that, and the comfort, it's, it's actually something that's really hard to leave, right? Because yeah. everyone, everyone's got bills, and, everyone, and when you step out on your own, it's actually scary, right? So what do you say oh, to yourself every day? How, what, what do you say to yourself every day I to keep take going? It- Listen, I just take it day by day. I think that's the, the way you've got to approach it. There's going to be goods and bad um, in all types of situations. Um, and, it, you know, there are ups and downs. It's just about keeping a level head um, and trying to focus on just getting the right scenario and solution for your customers. Um, and that's that's my main focus here. It's, you know, I, I might be quite emotional about it, but um, in the end, I'm just trying to find a solution for these clients. Um, and I work tirelessly to get that outcome. And as you've seen in my past experiences, that's what I try to do, and that's what I try. I did. Try I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so you got to never, never say die attitude towards it. Um, mm. And I think 
with the fact that you know that you're helping these businesses and getting them into positions where they can manage their finances better, um, alleviate pressures that they mm. they wouldn't see, you know, or, or are seeing experiencing, and mm. the fact that you can help them overcome those problems, yeah, um, it's just I think that just you know makes you feel a lot better about yourself walking into a high pressure job like like we are in, um, and and managing that. Absolutely. Like the customers aside, though, I want to get, get into sort of like you. Right? So, did you did you sort of like have uh, I suppose savings for a couple of months before you took the jump? I'd like to for think example. so, but uh, don't 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 get engaged before um, <laughs> you are. starting starting a business either. It's not a good idea. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you did, you yeah, did. Yeah, I did. Okay, I, if I haven't said it before, congratulations, mate. Thank, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, you're I, I right. got married before I got a job, right? so it was actually cheaper to get the most back then <laughs> when I had nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, exactly. Put in there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, did, so, so you got engaged. Did you tell your fiance that you're about to take the leap? Mm, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how did she take it? She took it really well. Like she's always been um, very confident who I am, what I can do, and what I'm capable of. So she's yep. yeah, partner in crime. So she's definitely part of that, you know, journey with me. So she's been more than accommodating with me and my stress levels lately. Uh, yeah. So like, I guess you got to say it is all about job security when you've got a steady income behind you and you don't have to worry about purchasing leads and and, and that sort of situation but like like i said it's just day by day take it day by day um focus on the positive things um and, and just yeah just assess how it comes that's how i think now, yeah. now you you come across to me as someone that um you know a little bit different in a sense that you know your drive is there right so your drive did it come because your parents and or, or a mentor ran a business themselves and had that drive yep or yep. or something else and because yeah because you, you know effectively getting in a, in a high i'll call it high pressure sales environment you know you're getting calls you're getting some calls you need to action all these things right the motivation level needs to be up to, to, to keep that hunger to keep you know doing the right thing um you were always at the top of that game so who was your i suppose you would call it um Someone that you looked up to, up to that did that, those sort of things that sort of you obviously tried to emulate. Yeah. Okay. Not, so not the right I, word. I would, no. Yeah. No. Definitely. So I idolised my father in, mm-hmm. in in this situation. Um, he was able to provide for my family whatever we needed, whatever we wanted, we got it. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, seeing that and experiencing that, I want that for my family, even though I don't have a family yet. That's my main focus and my end goal. So yep. when I look up to someone and as a mentor, um, it would be him um, and, and what he's accomplished. So he originally ran a franchise dealership, oh, sorry, not dealership, um, Video Easy um, store in, in Mossman. Um, okay, it yeah. managed to be one of the um, most profitable ones in Australia. Um, okay. And I just, that wasn't coming from you know, like that came from bloody hard work that he put into. Hmm. So from, mm-hmm. you know, not, not seeing my dad very often when I was a child and that sort of stuff, um, and knowing that he was always working, um, mm. it, it kind of was quite impressionable on myself as well. 
did, did he, and this is probably on, on a personal side, did he sell out before obviously the advent of online streaming and so forth? Or? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, Fantastic. Yeah, we were lucky and That's fortunate awesome. enough in that position. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, for, for me, I'm going, wow, you, your, your dad owned a video store back then. I was like, he would have got all the cool movies and all the cool games before so <laughs> anyone else. He was also involved with, like, entertainment machines at one point. So my garage was full of, like, uh, Daytona pinball machines and everything like that. So oh, I, was, I was the kid everyone wanted to hang out with in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> that was the yeah. And we had unlimited, awesome. unlimited supply of videos as well. We had, like... Uh, cupboards just full of them all the preview tapes and everything like that so yeah do, do you still have any of those no no not, a, no, not at all though no. i think the vhs yeah. is definitely long gone by now <laughs> <laughs> it's probably in the museum by now yeah, exactly. oh yeah but that, that's pretty awesome so so you you you're, you know you your, your mentor is your dad you're looked up to him with his work ethics and, and um and his uh, hard work and so forth yeah and is your part your your fiance is she involved in your business at all or is she no just, no uh, she's quite supportive she's a producer at Channel Nine so uh, she she's got her um her own pressures oh, there, oh so. there you go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh well wow, that's amazing okay so what what's next for you right now what are you doing right now so the next thing for me is to to build a company and a platform where uh, I'll just encompass all business loans and financial needs for all my clientele and the bigger picture so i want to help a lot of smes in australia and i feel like i'm very much capable of doing that um so the bigger picture would be obviously building my brokerage uh onboarding more staff to be able to support me in this in this position so always open to some um, recommendations if anyone's got anyone um but yeah, it's just just building building basically an empire, or <laughs> essentially to be able to. Like, yep. Yeah. Now, now, when you when you say that as well as a broker, you know you're building a broker because obviously a lot of uh, brokers listening on to this podcast, they they also aspire to build a another brokerage as well, right? Yeah. Um, are you doing a an all in one type of situation, or are you trying to be specific in terms of the the, the type of business that you do? No, so um, I think oh, you can't, I can't, you can't take on too many hats. So I, there's no way that I'm going to be a residential broker. Um, I'm not, I don't have the skill set to do it. But what I want to be able to do is partner with groups which are more than capable of, of, of being on the same skill set and skill level as me with business loans. So mm-hmm. I, I only really want to take on business loans and that would be whether it's be unsecured loans, asset equipment um, and motor vehicle loans, that sort of aspect, that's that's what I want to encompass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's all, that means that you'll be reaching out to other brokers who don't know how to correct. do what you do. So, correct. So I'm and, targeting those yeah. groups that they want to get that, um, they want to help those clients that they, they aren't aware of how to approach it. I want to be able to step in and be like, listen, this is what we could do for them and this is where their business could go. So I want to yep. be targeting accountants, mortgage brokers and that sort of thing. That's my fo- sole mm-hmm. focus here. Yep. And that, that's pretty cool too because, you know, uh, I know, uh, and if you've, you've, you've listened to me before, um, you know, diversification is great yep. and all, yep. but you should not be a jack of all trades. No, right? definitely not. Um, 
so you know this is a, a, a prime example where you know if you were to come across a customer who, who you did a business loan for but they wanted a, a residential property you'd be reaching out to one of your your referrals who's a broker that does exactly that, right? and that's what i've been doing um from the get-go um i will actually communicate that to the client as well that i have a partner that is more than capable of meeting your needs here um what i can do is i can focus more on your business loans this group could you know uh cross collateralize and you know find ways of benefiting and getting you cheaper alternatives here in this manner and i would then instruct the partner and give them all the information that i've been given so that they had a full transparency and understanding of what this customer is after so the customer didn't have to repeat yep. themselves or anything like that and they could just go from where i, I left off yep mate that's perfect yeah well thank you mate for spending uh this morning having a quick chat to me about uh, your journey um i'm really i'm really glad uh you know our paths have crossed um and you know and, and, and i'm in awe of the uh you know the i'll be honest with, like I, I i i'll say this i'm a lot older than you but i when i was your age i probably had half the enthusiasm that you have like, all the drive that you had right so I'm in awe of that, um, and um, and it's and heading into the broker space, but specialising in the commercial side, right? It's it's also something a lot of brokers don't do. So you're doing something that is um, completely opposite. People tend to spend time doing residential before they do commercial. Yep. Um, and uh, and and some of them, some people actually give up, right? So and then they they don't actually refer those clients anywhere else. Whereas what you're trying to do is, is you you you're you're already a specialist in commercial. You were an assessor. Yeah, yeah. Friend on anything, both sides. Right? That's probably yeah. the yeah, yeah, exactly. well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and and it's not often that you get an assessor that also jumps over to sales. Yeah, is, is what I'm trying to they're say. Not, so not, usually normally they're not the same personalities. To be fair, so yeah, no, correct. They're not. Yeah. So you got that type that um, that has been able to bridge those two things together. Um, so it is always worthwhile because you know I keep on talking about the uh, the you know the yeah, the story about a GP. You get sick, you go to a GP. The GP doesn't actually treat you for cancer. The oncologist does. Yeah. Um, so they're always referring the, the client to someone else. So this is what you know. It's the same concept that many businesses, many businesses will, will adopt. Is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. And and the fact that people sort of hold on to their customer without referring. I mean. That's, that's no way to face a client. You'll lose them anyway. Yeah. Um, and that's not my intention um, here at all. And I also want to make sure that the referrers are actually taking ownership of these clients. I'm never going to be taking ownership of them. They're their clients. Really? I'm just offering a solution. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, mate, Marco, thank you again. No, thank you so time. much for having me um, and that, for the humble words as well. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. All right, mate. Chat See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.